Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of the Best Life Moms Club and hosts of That Pregnancy Podcast. We are two moms with a bunch of kids under the age of three. Five to be exact. And we know firsthand how hard it is to be a mom. So we're talking about all the topics that no one ever talked to us about. And not only is it hard being a mom, but it can be lonely and isolating, which is another reason why we're here to help moms like you know that you're not alone. Now, it's important to know that we are not doctors or medical professionals in any way. So always talk to your doctor or healthcare provider with any questions or concerns about your health or the health of your baby. We are moms sharing our lived experience and talking about all things pregnancy and life as a mom. So let's have a chat. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of That Pregnancy Podcast. This week, Amanda and I are talking about our experiences with social media pregnancy announcements, our pros and cons, did we do it, why we did it, why we didn't do it, spoiler alert on that one, (laughs) (laughs) but all of this stems from a pregnancy announcement that you saw on social media, Amanda, the other day that you thought was really funny just because of what it was being that we're in the COVID-19 pandemic and there was coronas in it and a reference to social distancing. So yeah, just, it basically said mom and dad couldn't keep six feet apart and it had a couple coronas and a onesie that said coming soon with the ultrasound beside it. And I thought it was hilarious and I sent it to Katie and we had a good chuckle over it. And then it made us think about our own experiences with social media and pregnancy announcements. So exactly. That's where this idea, this is where this idea came from and what we're talking about. So first off, Amanda, the big question of the episode, did you do a social media pregnancy announcement? I did both times, both pregnancies got an announcement. And I will answer that question. Katie, did you do a social media pregnancy announcement? No, I did not. You already spoiled that one in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I did not. Both times. And there's no right or wrong thing to do when it comes to social media announcements. Like, do you, don't you? It's just preference when it all boils down, right? Absolutely. It is totally preference. And it's your own personal choice, you, your partner. So Amanda, tell, tell me why, tell me about your pregnancy announcement, why you chose to go with it. So for the twins, um, the pregnancy announcement was my feet and Keith's feet and the dog with two sets of shoes. <laughs> and it said, wait, how many? Keith made a little like bubble above Jagger. It said, wait, how many? So it was kind of cute. And for Caroline, it was the boys sitting on the couch looking at the ultrasound with shirts that said Big Brother on it. So we, we came up with two little cute announcements. And so for the twins, part of the reason why we went with an announcement is I've got a very large family. So I have 37 first cousins. 
That's insane to me. Yeah. Yeah. I've got <laughs> a very big family. So when someone's pregnant, usually the heads of the families all find out and then the heads of the families tell their family. So my mom had called my aunts and uncles, told them, and then they would have all told my cousins. So everyone in the family already knew, but it just allowed, I guess, people to talk about it once it was actually posted and out there. With the twins, I actually called my grandma and told her because my grandmother also had twins. My uncles are twins. And so she was pretty excited that I was having twins. And That's then I called, sweet. I called my uncles who are twins and they were like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so um, my one uncle's like, that's like my dream <laughs> is to have twins. <laughs> so it was kind of cute. Yeah, we just wanted to let people know we were really excited and... Um, it was kind of nice because there was a couple friends that I hadn't talked to in a while that we had been fairly good friends. Like we'd hang out a bit and stuff. And they actually sent me private messages congratulating me and kind of reconnecting a bit and catching up. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was kind of one of those nice things that came out of it. And yeah, then once the baby was born, we we uh, released a photo on social media so people could the baby and no uh well I guess with the boys we knew what we were having and then Caroline was a surprise so so why did you decide not to do it the big question so so, <laughs> so I had a I had a few reasons um as to why actually Peter I shouldn't say it just me Peter and I had a few reasons uh as to why because it was something that we talked about and it was something I was really excited to do when I got pregnant the first time. Um, and like I was looking on Pinterest and coming up with ideas and trying to figure out cute ways to announce it. And then I had my miscarriage. So um, I was all for it. And then I went through my experience of my miscarriage and my struggle with infertility after that. And that kind of led into a new perspective for me. So I've said before that um, from the time that I had my miscarriage to the time I got pregnant with Freya, there were 37 friends on Facebook who got pregnant and announced that they were having a baby. Um, which, which is a crazy number. Yeah. yeah. And so that was, um, that was, I found out 14 months after I had my miscarriage. Um, so a crazy amount of number of, um, of people got pregnant and announced it on Facebook. And, um, for me, those announcements were really difficult because I, my immediate, I, I was so jealous and so envious of, of those people announcing it. And then I, as soon as I felt those negative emotions of the jealousy and the envy, I would then get really mad at myself. And I've talked about this before about like the cycle of like, I wish that was me. Why am I feeling that way? I need to be happy because a baby for anyone is an exciting thing. Um, but I knew, I knew the pain that those announcements could feel. So that was something that was really like at the front of my mind. Um, and then I also, in my journey of my miscarriage and my um, infertility, I learned that there were other friends that I had who were 
who were struggling with their own infertility journeys. And so I was also very cognizant of their experience and their perception and their feelings of not wanting to cause people either knowingly or unknowingly um, because so many couples and women go through infertility and struggle with fertility silently and by themselves. They really do. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not something that people talk about or most like women, couples are not usually very open about their struggle Um, because from a very young age, we're told that if we get, if we have sex, we're going to get pregnant. Like unprotected sex (laughs) equals pregnancy right away. Like, I don't know. That was my biggest fear when I was younger. And then, you know, you're trying to get pregnant and you can't, Uh, but I digress. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) But it's true though. Right. Like you just think you're going to immediately get pregnant. And then there are so many people that, you know, just can't, they struggle with it. They have to go to fertility treatments and, you know, most of the time they're not talking about it because they're like, what if it never happens? Right. Well, exactly. And so that for me, and actually for Peter as well, like in our conversations, I remember that was a big piece of like, I knew, we knew a number of people and I knew more women who were struggling just because of our conversations and our friendships. But I can't imagine how many more people were struggling that I didn't, I don't know about, right? Because you think about your friend list on Facebook, you have like a few hundred, hundred people on there, like they're Facebook friends. Like they're not, you know, yeah, they're not all up in your business all the time. Yeah. Right. And so you're not going to be telling them everything. So that was another big piece for me was that consideration of like, do I announce it? How is this going to make other people feel if they've gone through what I've gone through? Um, and then my, another fear or another reason was fear for me. Um, and that fear came from my experience of having a miscarriage because, you know, so many people wait until 12 or 13 weeks to announce it. Um, like when did you announce Amanda? So I announced at 12 weeks with both pregnancies, but I did have friends who waited till 20 weeks just to, to make sure everything was okay. So why did you, can I ask like, why did you pick 12? So with the twins, um, because I have always been so petite, my sister, when I, we went to Vegas as a family and I think it was like eight weeks pregnant and my sister laughed when she saw me and said, you're having twins because I'd already kind of gained a little bit of weight and was starting to like look pregnant. And so we just decided to tell people right away. So, uh, and then with Caroline, the boys were, uh, well, they were like one and a half, I guess. And the boys knew and we told our families and we just decided to go ahead and tell everyone else because everyone else would start to clue in soon enough. You don't have to do it early, right? And the people who waited till 20 weeks, uh, I know one couple did have some loss and infertility struggles. And then uh, one of my friends, she even says, she's like, I was a little paranoid and I figured uh, I would wait till the pregnancy was really viable. So she might have waited till, is it 22 weeks? 
25. 25. Maybe she waited till then. 24 is on the cusp. Like there are some people, some doctors will say 24 is viable. 25 is like kind of, I think the standard of 25 weeks is viable. That's always my first goal to hit when I'm pregnant is like hit the 25 week mark. So I think she must have done it around 24, 25 weeks, put it on Facebook that she was pregnant because she wanted to make sure that it was viable. It was just, it was one of her fears, right? So again, there's no right time and you don't have to do it. No, but like, I think it's probably most common that women wait until 12 or 13 weeks because that's the end of the first trimester. And so many miscarriages happen, like miscarriages, like so prevalent in the first trimester, um, which, you know, I had no clue about until I had my, my miscarriage. And, and so, um, but my fear, the fear of like having another miscarriage, I don't think ever leaves you while you're pregnant. Um, well, I think when you're pregnant, the fear of anything happening, like I was even paranoid. I'm like, what if one of the babies dies? Like this is with the twins, right? Like what if I lose one and then I have one baby or what if something happens to both of them? Like it, it's there, right? Yeah. But see, like I did not have any, maybe it was just me that it was just totally clueless. But like when I was pregnant the first time, I, it didn't even cross my mind. Oh, no. That miscarriage was like a possibility. Yeah. No, I was totally dumbfounded and completely blindsided when I had my miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And so like that, I think I was like really in the dark. I, I must have been. Well, but again, a lot of people don't talk about having miscarriages either. So you may know a lot of people who have had miscarriages that just haven't said I've had a miscarriage, right? They're well, very yeah, common. They are extremely common. And you know, it's so interesting that you say that because so when I had my, this, this conversation is going totally sidetracked. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's funny that you say that because I found out that I knew that my mom had had a miscarriage before me and I'm the oldest. I knew that, but I didn't know that my aunt had a miscarriage before her before her son. So she had a miscarriage in her first pregnancy as well. So like in our family, there's three that had miscarriages in their first pregnancies. Um, But even at school after I was, I remember I was in the staff room and I heard, overheard another teacher talking and something caught my eye and pricked me up and I kind of approached her and I was like, oh yeah, I just used, I had I think it was about medication or something like some pain medication. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's the worst. And she's like, wow, well, why would you know that? And I was like, Oh, I, and I was very open. I said, Oh, I just had it because I just had a miscarriage. And she was like, I just had one too. And we had one within a week of each other. That's crazy. I had barely even spoken to this, this teacher because she was in kindergarten and I was in grade eight, like two completely different ends of the school. And we, Oh, we became really good friends after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but within a week of each other, like, but we had, ne- we would never have openly talked about that had I not overheard that conversation and was like, oh yeah, I'm just going to insert myself here. It's good to talk about because it happens and, you know, it's something that you do think about when you're telling people that you're pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. Like the waiting customarily till you're at least 12 weeks to start telling people. And I know like we told our family before 12 weeks, like our Mm -hmm. immediate family knew, but 
other people didn't know. So yeah, my so my mom and my aunt and Peter knew found out the day like literally the exact same time I did. When you found out, yeah, <laughs> they found out what I did on the phone call with Freya. Uh, with yeah. Freya, and then with Finn, my mom found out early. Uh, early like she was the first one to find out early too because both Peter and I were so sick with the flu like so we could not take care of ourselves like I was in one bedroom he was in another and my mom was looking after Freya because we could not care for her and she was I she was like take your take medication for your fever and I was like no no I can't she was like she was like I know you don't like medication because I hate medication um and I was like no I can't because I'm pregnant and I so I had to tell her because I had a massive fever. Um, and so she found out. That's, for, that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> sick as yeah. a dog. Like, I can't oh my God. <laughs> we were so, so sick with the flu. And it was, it was Christmas. Was it, no, was it Christmas? Yeah, it was Christmas. It was over. It was in between Christmas and New Year's. And it was literally that two week Christmas holiday sick the whole time. But I digress again. Apparently I'm very chatty tonight. tonight. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Yeah. So the, my fear was another reason why I didn't do it. But ultimately, like you said that you guys, once the twins were born and once Caroline was born, you posted a picture on social media, like announcing that the babies had arrived and like, announcing that Caroline was a girl and you know, the name and everything. We also did one. Um, so once Frey was here, we, um, we posted a picture and like announced that we had had a baby, like surprise, we had a baby surprise. She came at 34 (laughs) weeks. Lots of surprises. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, now this may, may, may sound terrible about me, Um, but I loved like the shock and surprise that we threw at everybody and that like the reactions like, Oh my God, I had no idea you were even pregnant. Love that reaction. And because like we had, we had told people, like if you saw us in real life, we would have told you, but we just didn't go out. Like we were so excited about being pregnant with Freya and Finn so over the moon but we were just like, you know what, we're going to keep it quiet and tell people as we see them. Um, so we left it until like we announced on Facebook, like, Hey, we had a baby today. Um, and I really, that's pretty funny. (laughs) Like, right. (laughs) Seeing how shocked people are. Right. And then Uh, anyone who knew would have been shocked too, because she was early and he was early too. They both. Yeah. So like, Uh, Maybe that makes me dramatic. I don't know, but I really did like the shock and surprise of it. And after Freya doing it and having like being really like smug, like, hey, I shocked, like I surprised everybody, Uh, kept the secret on the down low for so long. Um, I was like, we're like, okay, let's just do it again with Finn. And uh, so that's what we did. And also like you had said that you told people because when you were pregnant with Caroline that, you know, the boys knew and we didn't tell Freya that we were having another baby. Like daycare prepared, prepared her, like would get her to play with the baby and like talk about the baby. We didn't do any of that. And I know you guys did. Yeah. You guys really totally, totally prepared them. We bought them dolls and 
and talked about the baby. And then even when my parents took the boys to the hospital to meet her for the first time, uh, we have, I have a video of Porter, my dad saying Porter the whole way up was going new baby, new baby. So, Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. We didn't do anything like that. Yeah. No. And the she thing had- is everyone decides to do it differently and there's no right or wrong way to do it. You just have to do what you feel comfortable with and uh, what's right for your family. Whatever you decide, enjoy every moment of it. Hi friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of That Pregnancy Podcast. Since February 2019, Katie and I have had the heart to help new moms transition into motherhood, which is why we started this podcast. We know that being pregnant is a very exciting time in any woman's life, but we also know that sometimes we feel scared and overwhelmed because there are so many unknowns with your new role of becoming a mom. And whether you're ready or not, that baby is going to come. The thing is, every mom deserves to feel supported, but most of us don't. Katie and I want to change this. We understand how it feels to be nervous about becoming a mom and wondering if you have what it takes to be the truly great mom that you know you want to be. There have been times where we felt like we have no clue what we're doing and we've come to realize that every mom feels like this and that every mom deserves support so they can confidently make the transition and thrive in motherhood. Serving new moms like you is why we've created Best Life Moms Club. So I'm telling you right here, right now, go to bestlifemomsclub.com and click on free resources. It will ask you for your email. However, we will email you a password to access all of our free resources. This includes a list of all your baby registry must-haves, the ultimate hospital bag list, and exactly what to pack in your diaper bag. Plus, we're going to keep adding to our free resources to help you prepare for your baby. It's all done for you so you don't have to feel overwhelmed as you sift through all the information online. We'll also send you our weekly new mom resource card to help you on your journey. But if you don't want that, you can unsubscribe at any time. Thanks for listening to the podcast and remember to go right now and download those free resources. Until next time.